2: Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of The Brocast Podcast. My name is Thomas, and sitting with me, as always, he's my bro, and he's your bro, too.
3: Give it up for Alan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fun filled episode of The Z Brocast. It is he, it is me, it is I, it is Alan of The Brocast. Thomas, how are you?
2: Jesus, there was a fast car going past us, and did you hear know, that on your I side? I heard that. I
3: thought there was a storm coming through.
2: Jesus Christ, they went through my
3: right.
2: house. <laughs> 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 on that note, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful, but no, I'm actually going good on my side, Al. Good to see you again for another month. How you been?
3: Good, good. I, I see before me, um, as guys, this is a, um, a podcast, this is, this is for your viewing pleasures. We haven't really figured out how to do much of a, a video cast yet, but uh, you've shaved down the beard.
2: Yeah, I was actually going to cut the whole thing off. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. That, see, yeah. that face, as you just did there, is what my wife did when I told her the idea. She goes, oh, she goes, that looks nice. I said, I was actually going to cut the whole thing. She goes, please don't, don't do that. No, and I'm like, that's... she goes, no, 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 you wouldn't like it. And I said, no, what? I said, I don't mind. She said, I said, you're the one that wasn't like, it. she says, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't suit the bun to have no facial hair. And I'm like, yeah, true.
3: Yeah. It does. Um, uh, my missus feels the same as well, too, because particularly I think that, uh, both our partners sort of fell in love with the boys in their lives with the beards that's how they were sort of attracted to us I mean if we was to take it off every now and again I know that the missus my missus personally hates it she doesn't like she goes it makes you she look too young and I prefer the you know the bit of a stubble or a bit of a growth you know I prefer you with the facial hair on your face so, yeah, that's how I understand where your um, your business is coming from.
2: Well, it was either two things. It was either I was going to cut my hair short, I was kind of getting over my long hair. I was actually going to cut it short and grow the beard out. And then I went the other way and thought, "No, how about I keep the hair and just trim the beard?" Um, but I have thought about actually trimming the hair to kind of go more of like a fade undercut but still keep the bun kind of like what roman reigns has at the moment when he has the kind of the cut at the back backstrim then i do that for summer because guys we get really hot summers in australia and it's not good to have long hair in the summer and it's it's hot it's sweaty and uh yeah this is that time of year where i start to think do i want to cut it back to my old hair but i don't want to do that because i think it's too generic that's why i want to keep the bun look unique
3: so your style i used to give you quite a lot of the shit on the uh, on the bro bun back in the day uh you even encouraged me to, hey bro maybe we can grow a bun together and i said to you i can't and uh if i attempt to it just doesn't look right i just go with a mini afro like tonight i've um i've like recently just washed my hair so it doesn't no it doesn't look right the only thing that's sort of keeping the hair in place today is the headset on my head that I'm talking to you through right now.
2: Well, both you and our brother, your hair grows up, doesn't it?
3: It goes up, and it goes up, and then it goes out, and then it drops. (laughs) And uh, it looks fucking ridiculous sometimes where I wake up in the morning and go, Oh, fuck, who is that? Oh, it's me. Hello. So it kind of
2: shows you that you and Nathan inherited dad's hair and I inherited mum's hair.
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: well,
3: well guys, uh, on that night. Thank, thank
2: you for supporting our podcast. And uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night.
3: Nah, 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 nah. That's the old thing. What am I doing?
2: No, guys, we are not going anywhere. We are nope. doing something a little bit different. Uh, oh, if yes. you have checked it out on Twitter, you would know that we actually passed six years of a podcast um in late october our very first episode dropped on the 26th of october 2016 and here we are six years later close to over 150 episodes including film companions wrestling companions comic book companions christmas companions and here we are and we're not going to do a massive one tonight we're going to change things up a little bit we're going to bring back The Wonderful World We Live In, which is both something Alan and I both love. Yes. And instead of focusing on doing an entire pay-per-view or an entire show, we're going to be actually using our TBK Lost and Found box mm-hmm. and choosing one match. So yes. it'll be one match per episode, but again with the two stories from The Wonderful World We Live In. Uh, with that being said, thank you everyone who downloaded all of our episodes. You interact with us on Instagram, on Twitter, at the T H E b-r-o-k-a-s-t you can also follow us individually on our own social medias i am at mr underscore mma action and you're alan ross 84 i believe al
3: alan ross 84 tbk that's Ooh, right out. what's the yes. tbk mean the shit broadcast <laughs> the bow cast the what cast the bow the cast. that you sit on the shitter and you listen to the show
2: we well, said bower, like Finn Bella, the Bower cast.
3: Well there's nothing Bauer about both you and me, mate. You know, that man's chiseled from a from a god from eons ago and you know, that's the bow cast right here.
2: Well, I'll just say one quick thing before we chuck to our ads. Talking yes. about Finn, I've been using the Ancestry app recently.
3: Yes. And I've got some news for
2: you. Ooh. I have been doing some family tree mapping. Mm. And 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 get this bro. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Two months ago, I was able to get our family as far as back as the 1700s, right? Oof. I've gone even further back, bro. Uh, Guess where I've got us to. uh, 1500s? Yeah. Wow.
3: I'm at
2: 1511. 1511? And I found our relative, who would be our 17th great lion grandfather. 17 back up. That's 17 generations, man. 1500s? um and yes and you if, and i have uh irish we have scottish we have german as well on yes. our side but yeah i've got us back 17 generations old.
3: and i would imagine what our forefathers and grandparents and men who who worked with their hands day in and day out and got up early in the morning and looked after the land and privileged to the land and strode through the land and they came home to their missus and they went to sleep and they ate and then they went to sleep and then they got up and did it all over again and had thousands of children and moved on with their lives. And they're looking down on us right now. It's two people sitting around on iPads and devices and talking about pure bullshit. Must be very proud.
2: I love you. Great 11th grandfather back. Come on.
3: Yep. Yep. I'm sure they I'm sure they're very proud of us.
2: Well, next time we're together, I'll show you the list and it's crazy how far we can go back. And I okay. think like that's what 700 years ago. Yep. Excuse me. 700 yeah, years
3: ago. We have been around for a while.
2: And I will say the funny thing about it though is I only lived like the age of 20. Um, <laughs> like most What's of them are the- like 19, 20, 31. No one got above 50.
3: So well, th- those were the times where you don't, if you made it to at least your 30th, mm. you, that is considered today where we are with people who were making it to 105. Mm. You know, it's, you know, back then, back in those times, you did not live for long. You were born, you went to work as a child or you educated as a child. You then met someone at a young age. You and the partner would get together. Uh, You make some babies. You start a family. And then probably at that time, or even you went to war, there's those mm. times when men went to war, you died, you, and then you pass over, and then it continues over and over and over and over. So, yeah. yeah. And here it's we are just, today, it's just crazy. sitting on our devices, looking at men in tights, fighting each other. Pretend. Tight tights. Tight tights. <laughs>
2: all right guys on that note here's two great podcasts that we support and we want you guys to support them as well check them out
1: everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years but when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting one thing is still guaranteed the shining wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news interviews with the greatest guests and of course tons of laughs and discussing the world of wrestling The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on randmradio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to shiningwizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
0: and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network.
2: All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time for, I would say, it's the greatest segment in podcasting history, and it's called The Wonderful World We Live In. Alan. Hello. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first?
3: I'll go first, if you don't mind. I I thoroughly enjoy going uh, first on when we do the
2: wonderful world we live in. Oh, well, before we do it, what is it? Yeah. So people know, who might be hit and play for the first time, what is it?
3: well, pretty much is that you and I will go away for a while and then we'll go and then continue to come back here on this show and we will find an interesting story that we find interesting and that we would think that the viewers out there might find it interesting as well too. So we've had some bangers back in in the day in previous podcasts and we've had some shit shows, like some really interesting brain scratching, head scratching, really under just why would, a person do that. And but then also you and I will sometimes make up our own little scenarios about their whole uh story that we've been talking about. So they're always a always a bit of fun and very interesting. So yes. Alrighty, I'm gonna start with my story today guys. I got it from the nine gag news. It's just from four days ago. I think people might have seen this. It might have been uh, on the news from some parts of the world but uh Let's go. Cobra dies after being bitten twice by an 8-year-old. Now, I I I soon to will be will be having an 8-year-old. Uh, how old are your son is, Ten, nearly 10?
2: Yeah, it's 10 next year, 9 now.
3: Yep, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Okay, let's start. Known as only is park. The child was attacked by a snake in a remote village in Panarath in the central of the Chalala region on October 31st. He was playing in the backyard with his, of his house when the animal suddenly wrapped itself around his hand, his hand sinking his sharp fangs into the, into his skin. Fighting through the pain, he furiously shook his arm and tried to get rid of the cobra. Following instincts for survival, De Park bit the cobra hard twice, according to the New Indian Express. The child said, The snake got wrapped around my hand and bit me. I was in great pain. As the reptile did not budge when it tried to shake it off, I bit I bit it hard twice. It was happening all in a flash. His, fa- his, quick- his family quickly rushed to a nearby uh, well, health center or medical facility and was quickly administered the anti-snake venom and was kept under observation. De Park survived the bite from the cobra in a merciless tale of survival. It is also believed the snake died after suffering injuries from He's bite. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That is my wonderful world we live in.
2: So that's so, so. he gets bitten, and his response is, oh, you know, I'm going to bite you back, man.
3: Yep. Jesus, bite mate. You, bite you right back, you little fucker. Come here.
2: So a 10-year-old kid picking up a snake. <laughs>
3: eight-year-old. Eight-year-old, eight-year-old old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. The, this is the young the young um Well oh, look at him gentleman there. He's just like, you know, I bit a fucking snake. Fucking yeah, let's go.
2: When he bit it, did he kill it? Or like did he did him binding it, do you reckon, made it let go?
3: I love that you're asking me, like I was there. Call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to bark. hey, what's up? Yeah, hey yeah, yeah, just some random strange guy. Yeah, I know you're sleeping. Okay, anyway. Um <laughs> Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no. See, so, I, I don't know. I, 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 as I read the story, I was like, it, it must have been from, like, the, the as it was wrapped around his arm, sunk his fangs in, mm. he probably went for the neck area and, like, took a bite out of it. Like, twi- Like it was like, he bit down twice hard. So I'd imagine he would have Eight. broken the skin and, like, tear chunks out of it the, and then pissed off. What, what, did, they say? what
2: did they say at the end he had to get an anti-venom vaccine, did he, at the end?
3: Oh yeah, that's what it was at the end. His parents took him to a medical facility and gave him the anti venom um, from a cobra.
2: Yeah. Just biting snakes, mate.
3: <laughs> well, it's a big thing that's been happening down here in Australia lately because of uh, the flash flooding that we've been having recently down here, mm, true. and uh, also the the constant weather that we've. I don't know what's going on with our Melbourne weather down here, guys. It is like a um, uh, was it? It's very. One moment is it's just high on the top with hot weather, then cold, then flash floods, and then rain and rain. It is so incredibly bizarre. Mm. My first thing is uh, that there is a super villain out there that has a, a weather machine. And uh, there must be a band of heroes out there to do something.
2: Well, side note, do you remember a couple of episodes ago where I talked about that time traveler? And he talked about what yeah. he said. He said yeah. back in August that there would be superpowers would be coming out for certain yep. people. So if they're super villains, they'll have to be superheroes. There we go. Yep.
3: Yep. You heard it here first, guys. Yep. Your boys are right here of the broadcast.
2: Next we'll have the men in black knocking on the door now because I'm talking. You will. So.
3: You will. Because you keep talking about that, shit. <laughs> keep...
2: No, Tom. Uh, that's Alan. I'll talk to you after. Yep. Yeah.
3: Are you talking to Tommy Lee Jones or are you talking to Will Smith? Or is it Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin, yeah. Josh yeah. He actually does a good job. We're going a bit sidetracked here, guys. He actually did a pretty good job at pretending to be Tommy Lee Jones in that Men in Black uh, 3.
2: I think I only saw that one once. I haven't seen the last one, though, International. I haven't seen that one.
3: I don't think anyone has.
2: (laughs) Probably. Nope. (laughs) All right. Now it's time for my story. Let's go with the headline first. Well, my word is cheese, is the word that I told Alan. Yes. Uh, I did have pilot, but I decided to make it cheese. I'm going to reverse my order, okay? So it says here, Family brawl that erupted over cheese in a can ends in tasering and arrest. Petty family arguments can erupt over anything, even cheese. However, it might be a good idea to ensure those arguments remain petty and don't erupt into an all-out brawl. A, flam- a family in Louisiana in the United States didn't heed that warning when West Monroe Police had to ha- were called and dispatched to their residence after a call over a disturbance. Once police officers had finally made contact with the family, they soon became aware that what had actually started was a little quabble that had turned violent. One of the family members told the police officers that their 19-year-old sister, Arya Williams, had allegedly struck them several times. Why the outage, you ask? Well, according to KTVE-NBC News, the argument began over a can of spray cheese. Now, it isn't clear how a can of aerated cheese ended up in fisticuffs, but the information we do have is that it turned into quite the ruckus. We are assuming here, so this is not fact at all and just our imagination, the sister copped a spray of cheese to the face. Perhaps they wanted real cheese and not the feral processed stuff from the bottle. If you've ever had spray cheese, then the second option definitely seems plausible. Or maybe one of the sisters didn't get her fair share of the spray cheese, resulting in a cheese war. Anyway. Back to reality. According to the police, one of the family members claimed that they were stuck. They were struck in the stomach several times by Williams. The 10 year old then allegedly chased the victim around the yard with a taser. Yes, a taser over a can of cheese. We're assuming the cheese involved must have been some real high-end stuff to warrant a taser. Williams defended herself to the police and advised them that the family members weren't telling the truth. She claimed that she never struck the victim. However, she was placed under arrest and taken to the correctional centre where she was charged with simple battery and aggravated assault. The moral of the story? Don't mess with someone's spray cheese. But there must be something in the water down there in West Monroe because this isn't the first food-related brawl they had to break up. Earlier this year, a woman was arrested and charged with aggravated assault after an argument erupted over a crock pot slow cooker, according to CBS 42. The victim had claimed that the alleged attacker had armed herself with a screwdriver and swung at them, but she was also arrested and taken to the correctional centre where she was charged. Maybe she was trying to take the crock pot home for some spray cheese-inspired slow cooking. We'll never know. Comment Al.
3: That's my cheese. You don't eat my cheese. You get away from my cheese. Oh, my goodness. Wow, what an interesting tale that is. Just, you know, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's sometimes it's hard living with people when, you know, you, you've had a rough night and you just want to go out and in your underpants and just go out to the kitchen and just grab the cream cheese and stuff. so spray cheese and stuff. And then you realise, it's like, God damn it. Where would my cheese at? And then you get so angry at the mofos that you're living with, you just grab a taser and start chasing them around the house. Wow. That's wild. That is a wild story.
2: And the funny thing about this story, and he's probably going to be listening to this episode, the World Elite podcast are all from Louisiana, down that way in the United States. And my my first thought was Marcus, one of the co-hosts. This is bloody Marcus, mate, with his bloody spray cheese. This is Marcus chasing around Dylan. This is, you know. this is,
3: Marcus, is this your missus? Is this your, oh, uh, your sister? It, it could be in contact with Tom. Let us know, please, Marcus. That would be great. Was that it just, you in your sh- spray cheese?
2: It just sounds like a world elite type of story.
3: It does sound like a world elite type of story.
2: And that, again, guys, is a wonderful world we live in. All right, guys, we are back, and we're about to announce what our watch-along for this month will be. But before we kick into that, here's another two great wrestling podcasts that we support. We want you to support them as well. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to
1: when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at main event underscore marks. What's up everybody? I am the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter, the host of the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, you heard that right. And I'm here to tell you about the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smackin' Raw podcast. Me and my co-host Vince Delgado and Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe of the She Lead Showcase do a weekly recap where we cover Raw, Smackdown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage. We are on Pornhub, YouTube, and every audio platform you could think of and we are spitting what we don't like and swallowing what we do every week we've also got guests from some of your favorite podcasts so if you want to have fun take your pants off put in your headphones pull up to your favorite listening or viewing device relax and just have a good time catch up on the week in wrestling in our own unique way come check us out you guys can find me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on twitter only there you will get linktree slash smack and raw that'll get you all of the audio platforms as well as Pornhub. you guys can also check out linktree slash creation world and that will get you the youtube the merchandise and the Pornhub, as well as other great podcasts from creation world which is the banner under which the smack and raw podcast exists if you want to get everything in one shot go to creationworld.com there you'll find super flash hero of tomorrow if you're a fan of dc uh cw superhero stuff if you want to check out the smack and raw podcast if you want to check out our other show return to wrestling where me and my co-host travis go back in time and he forces me to sit down and watch old wcw nitros and pay-per-views and i have to suffer through Hulk Hogan repeatedly If that sounds like something that you think is fun come check that out as well we also have a youtube only show hosted by vince called spitter swallow that you can find on our youtube we've got so much content for you dungeons after dark as well that episode two is coming it is our most viewed episode on pornhub so if any of this sounds appealing to you i can't wait to have you guys come follow us listen to us and interact with all of you like i said take your pants off pull up get comfortable and let's have a good time
2: All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time for us to draw out what will be our single match watch-along. Now, how are we are going to do it? It's the month of November. There's many, many different wrestling events going around from AEW Full Gear, WWE Survivor Series, you know, NXT used to do takeovers during this time. I'm going to go up into the TBK Lost and Found box. I'm going to try and draw out a match that took place in November. We're just calling it like random November a match. Uh, so I'm going to climb up the ladder, have a little bit through, rustling through. I haven't seen Norman today. Oh shit, there he is. You, you, you bloody bastard, y'all. Yeah, go away. No, 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 no. Oh, we
3: so Oh, to there, guys. Yeah,
2: look at him over there.
3: I'm not what? going near you, you go up there. I, I refuse to even go up in that place now, man. What did you
2: find? He's, he's very... No, Well, I'm trying to... I can't reach it because he's freaking standing right there.
3: Get the stick that's next oh. to you. Grab get the back, stick. Get, get back. Get back. Yeah. Take that. Ah, take that. Okay, got it. Got it. Hey,
2: got the match. Got the match. All right. Okay, the lead. Okay. Got the match, L. Ready?
3: Congratulations.
2: My hand's freaking scratched now. Fuck.
3: Go put some band-aid on that. Come on. Put some. Put something on that. Get some cheese. <laughs> put some cheese on it. Just shoot it <laughs> with a taser and make it feel better.
2: All right, here we go. The match I've chosen is... Oh my god, Alan! What? We're
3: doing it! Oh no! What?
2: Three simple letters, guys: AEW. Boner, yeah! Dynamite! Dinah, dinah, After six years, guys, and since AEW started in 2019, we're doing it, Al. We're we're doing ourselves some AEW full gear 2019. John Moxley, Kenny Omega, the greatest wrestler of all time in the unsanctioned Lights ma- Lights Out match. comments.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, I remember this match. Um just the uh I think the random nights is a bit of a prick. Uh but hey if for uh, if we this is the show that we're doing. This is the show that we're doing. So well sorry, the uh, the match. This is the very last match of the night. Between um, Kenny Omega, Kenny Kenny Omega, and versus John uh, Dean Ambrose Moxley, man, yeah.
4: Are you excited well, or?
3: Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm that happy. I'm going to have a drink.
2: Oh, look out! It got some cascades there.
3: Nah, mate. Nah, mate. I'm on the uh, good tides, hard salsa. Oh look here! Yeah, sparkling water with vodka.
2: Well, let me crack open my can, and then you can give us our countdown.
3: Oh, okay. Right. Well, we're going to tell people we we we're actually watching this. If you want to watch it with us, guys, you know you can do it on the on the AEW uh, thing. There's Daily Motion, right? You can go look this up on Daily Motion.
4: Yeah,
2: you can just go on yeah. Daily Motion, type in John Moxley Kenny Omega, and it should pop up first choice. I think it's about forty-eight minutes. I think it's got on my notes here. Yeah,
3: yeah, it, it, it's it's there. All right, I found it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to do a backflip and have some fun with your boys. The broadcast. We're going to start. We're going to press play on this match in five, four, three, two, one.
4: Oh, look at that sold-out arena, L2. Yeah,
3: I've got shit quality, so I'm just going to smile.
2: I don't think that one's even hit play, guys.
3: Yeah. Uh, We've got Justin Roberts in the ring, right? Yeah, Justin, Justin Roberts. This is, this
2: is one of the most... It's really awkward, though. Like, I watched this on uh, Fight TV the other day, and I'm like, it's really delayed. Like, okay, that's getting awkward. Here yeah, here he comes. Like, okay, here the match is happening.
3: Well, this is, no, no. Kenny Omega used to do this in New Japan all the time. He'd make the crowd wait. Mm. This is notorious uh, Kenny behavior.
2: Now, I've got some notes about this one. Alan, what was the very first Kenny Omega match you ever watched? Jericho. Oh, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom.
3: Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. And with a good friend of of the show, a good friend to both you and I, and to our friend Matthew. He had uh Wrestle Kingdom 12, I think it was, at his place, and uh, we came over there and watched it with him. And that was the first time that it was the paintmaker, maker Chris mm. Jericho versus Kenny Omega,
2: and that was also the switch too because like Jericho was kind of coming in as a face, Omega was the heel, and then they switched it the, during the matchup.
3: <laughs> and it was the first time in a while that um, two non Asian wrestlers made invented a show
2: Mm. and they are two of the best canadian wrestlers as well though like there's they're very very good wrestlers from two different time periods like we grew up watching jericho in the 90s but yes i think my first time seeing omega was i think he had a match in roh where he took on seth rollins uh when he was called tyler black tyler black yeah um, and then a little bit of the Bullet Club stuff, the Jericho stuff definitely made me more aware of who he was. Um, okay. but this guy here, John Moxley, probably the first time I saw him was what some old CZW stuff he was doing there with Nick Gage and those hardcore tangled webs. And yeah, he was the former world champion, I think, when I started watching that. So
3: first time I ever saw John Moxley, uh, on my screen was when he was part of the shield, mm. uh, when he was in his WWE time. So that's the John I know. Uh,
2: so that would have been what oh two thousand and thirteen, I think, when he debuted there to try and Gone help CM right Punk back. and yep. yeah, yep. Because they came the in God as ones. heels,
4: didn't they? They were with Punk, and then they kind of with with the Authority, and then they branched yes. off it, and yeah, yes, yes. I
3: actually remember watching this show and and buying the pay per view for this as well too.
2: Yeah, I think I watched it live as well. I remember I th- maybe I think we are all going back and forth in some of the chat about some of the matchup and some of the spots from this yep. one because there is some pretty brutal spots.
3: This is a very violent match.
4: There's green shirt guy from yeah, WWE. Yes, oh, he's
3: yeah. not from WWE. He's everywhere now.
4: I
2: actually follow him. I remember on our broadcast, we actually found out who his name was and actually follow him.
4: Yeah.
3: Yep. Well, I loved it at one time where he actually, I think he got a lot of grief about this, uh, going to this show, because it was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're meant to be a WWE guy. You're not meant to be betraying them. I'm mm. like, uh, the dude is making the money. He can go to whatever show he wants to, dudes, that.
2: Yeah, it became Ooh. the whole us and them mentality.
3: Which is still... Alive today, but no one really gives a shit. I, I really, me personally, I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah, but it is it is strange that there's still a very strong on social media, Reddit, all those types of things. That yeah, if you go for AEW, you should hate WWE.
3: No, Twitter is a horrible place for that. Mm. Some of the worst people are on Twitter.
2: I love those two references there. Moxley yes. does that sidewalk slam. Excalibur calls it a black hole slam as a throwback to Abyss. Abyss. And then JR says, oh, the first time I remember seeing that move was from the big boss fam. It's like, yes, you know, two eras there of, you know, our era that we used to watch.
3: We got our first swear there from uh, John Moxley. We're going to get a fucking trash can.
2: Yeah, you hear
4: Excalibur go, oh, we don't condone that language.
3: <laughs> and then JR probably put <laughs> it said, I'll tell you what he fucking said.
4: And it is so weird oh. seeing Omega go hardcore. Like, you're so yes. used to Omega being a grounded high flyer, no use of weapons. And this match, like, completely flipped that. So I'm going to pull up the card. Let's yep. have a look at the other matches. Do you know any other match that took place on this
3: one? I can't remember for the life of me, no.
2: So the opening matchup was Proud and Powerful. Santana and Ortiz defeated the Young Bucks in 21 minutes. Okay. Adam uh, Hangman Page defeated Pac 18 minutes. Nice. Sean Spears with Tully Blatchard defeated Joey Janela. Oh, wow. SoCal Uncensored, Scorpio Sky and Kanzarian defeated the Lucha Brothers and Private Party to retain the tag titles. Yes. Reho defeated Amy sukura to retain the AEW World Women's Championship. Yep. Co-main event, Chris Jericho successfully defends the AEW World Championship against Cody Rhodes due to uh, MJF throwing in the towel. And that yes. was the one where if Cody lost, he would not be able to challenge for the title ever again.
3: That's right. That's mm. right. I read, uh, and the betrayal after that too.
2: Hmm that was also known for cody face planting on the ramp remember when he jumped outside the ring and he hit his face right on the the walkway that was bad bad just nearly knocked himself out yeah watch this spot here by omega goes up the stairs up into the guardrail he's got a a bin on top of a uh, moxley and a double foot stomp on top oh my
3: god speaking of the bower we were just talking about the young lad before Yes, bit our
2: fellow of, countrymen. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
3: With a bit of a tu- could agree. gris. Uh.
2: Look at that, man. Just The whole bin just craves in. Crunch. The and, we, uh, and we are yet to get AEW, guys, in Australia. We still have not had them come down. Let's hope after the COVID stuff we can get them down. Alan and I get front row seats, AL.
3: As oh, long as you're paying.
2: Get a front row, meet the Young
3: Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You can meet the Young Bucks if you want. I'm all right. Oh, gosh.
2: But you'll take the picture. You don't want to be in it.
3: I'll be in the picture.
2: Just flip, flipping them off.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, they've, they've come all this way down to Australia just to be with us. I mean, you've seen a, a Young Bucks match, haven't you? Yeah, I was the young,
2: was it was uh, the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes at World Series Wrestling. That was like 2018-19. Really not, awesome match. Not 40 not minutes lie. or
3: plus. Anything with the Briscoe Bros is fire.
2: Hmm. Well, thinking about this, this concept of doing one match an episode, I have been thinking about some ROH for the future, L2.
3: Okay, no problem. We're branching out, brothers and sisters. And they and thems. And people who do not identify whatsoever. Watch this space. Think fun. Things are happening.
2: Oh, shit. Look at this. Yep. What's uh, we got? Swing battle.
3: Wee. Hello.
4: Look at that small boy, Moxley. I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you, Cactus. This is for you.
3: You need to be accountable. You need to be accountable, Mick.
4: I did
2: see, actually, on uh, Foley's pod, I haven't checked the episode, but one of the most recent ones talked about uh, Moxley and the planned feud they were going to do.
3: Yeah, that was what they actually, you know, when he goes up to him and says, um, "Oh,
2: Yeah, that was that WrestleMania weekend press thing, yeah.
3: You need to be accountable for what you've done in the ring.
4: There's the hit.
3: Oh. Right in the spine.
4: Jesus, mate! We haven't
2: done some barbed wire action in a while. Member L. Tangled web, CZW. What is it? Um, Sabu Terry Funk. That was this. <laughs> that was the. Uh, what would they call that match? It was like a barbed wire rope for the ECW title, but it was just <laughs> <a> clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, Help me! Time. Help yeah. me! they tangled up and.
3: What is it? Nearly ten minutes into the match, and we've already got some juice.
4: <laughs> mm. Look at this, on his back. And stomping nice. on top. Look at the blood. Hell yeah. Jesus, mate.
3: Do like me a bit of violence. Especially if, if it's towards you're syncing,
4: candy. If you're sinking
2: up, guys, I am at, uh, let me pull it up, 9 minutes 58, 59 now. All 49, right. I mean.
3: You sick fuck. Yes, I'm at that 9.56 here, guys.
2: You see a Moxley there saying do you want me to knock his face off? Look. He's gesturing to remove his face.
3: Hell yeah. Take that pretty boy face off. Oh there we
4: go. Oh no, he's blocking it. <sighs> Jesus. Oh. I know, no, sorry look guys at for that, the songs, that back. Wait, wait, wait. It is good to see. You.
3: Nice balance,
2: A tiger suplex.
3: Yes. Oh, look at that.
2: Creates the arm. Yes. Well, what do you actually think about uh, the rumour that the Bucks and Omega are back at
4: Full Gear this year?
3: Hopefully they might mature, and uh, hopefully some... Uh... Oh, God. Jesus. Yeah, hopefully there'll be some maturity uh between them coming back and actually, you know, because they've already run one old fuck out, so hopefully they might, if they behave, they might keep some people there. Mm. And when well, I say old oh, uh, fuck, I'm referring to CM Punk, so.
2: I did see CM Punk, went back to MMA now, doing commentary.
3: <laughs> yeah, I saw that yeah,
2: too. He's a regional announcer for, I think it's Cage Fury Fighting Championships, and. He goes, oh, I'm here for the fights tonight. I'm here for the fights tonight. Let's, have, let's uh, hope I don't get into one. Saw that so, today. Good Lord.
3: Devon, get the
2: tables. This guy needs to move, move, mate.
3: Yeah, JR's telling him, fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if someone's putting the table in front of it, It's it's stuck on the cord there, can
4: but that
2: happened at NXT recently where I think it was Von Wagner was trying to move a ladder and he nearly hit yes. the fans. Yeah, the, one of the uh, I've watched that. <laughs> recent shows that they're like, move back, everybody. Yeah,
3: there was a big mama there who nearly got it in the face. Mm. Jesus Christ.
4: Oh, my oh. God. Oh,
3: my God.
4: Now, funny note, I actually watched this a couple of weeks ago and
2: watched yeah. the blood start gushing at the back of Moxley's head from that hit. It just starts uh, coming out now.
3: Kenny's back is, it's like he's healed. It's like he sucked all the the blood out of, back into his pot, uh, back to his body from Mm. the barbed wire baseball bat.
2: Here we go. Pins him down. Look, start cleaning.
3: Here we go. The cleaner.
2: Oh, look at her just shaving it. Mm. Mm. And then a stomp. On that, no. Oh, God. Coup de again.
3: No, the coup de gris to the rear.
2: And talking about some extreme action, I went back and watched uh, Nick Gage, what is it, Dark Side of the Ring again? <laughs> Just And I'm like, that fucking nearly died, man. In the, in the real life tournament of death, he nearly actually died there.
3: I remember, I think I talked about on the show, um, my missus watched it with me Mm. she goes what 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 the fuck that's that's um uh, selective um evolution right there this they're showing that you know should these people allow to procreate and move on I went, yeah, they did a show in the middle of a fucking field with no medical people to help mm. she goes that's so fucking stupid I went, baby, as I like
2: we couldn't get the ambulance there, so we had to fly a helicopter in. Helicopter. Oh. Yeah,
4: Kenny he
3: actually, got he, that he, too. That's why he
2: cut his finger there. Look at that.
4: Ugh.
2: And I would say yeah. like growing up, probably one of the first times you and I were really kind of exposed to like barbed wire was what, Cactus Jack and Triple H. Yep. The Royal Rumble. That was probably one of the first times we've ever seen like the use of tacks. And barbed wire and stuff like that.
3: Tax was definitely back in 98 when we watched the mm. uh, the Hell in the Cell. Yeah. But um, seeing barbed wire was when Cactus at uh, No Way Out mm. and the Hell in the Cell was like, what in the fuck are we seeing here? Oh, so, sorry. At the Rumble, we saw it and then we saw it at No Way Out.
2: Yeah, we like had that. the flaming barbed wire at, uh, what is it? At No Way Out on top of the cell. Yeah. With that backdrop by Triple
3: H. And fire. Mm. Saw fucking fire. I mean, we saw fire before, but never set on turning a 2x4 a on fire.
2: Look at this. Flips up, grabs the yep. trash can, big smile, <laughs> and salts it. Bam. And I did notice, too, when both guys came out and they were introducing them, they had the win-loss record, which it seems like they've kind of not really... Doing it all now in the current product, but do they? Yeah, like this is back when win and losses mattered and it was about contenders based on wins and I oh, wasn't. They... What are you doing?
3: I'm. A gr- I I don't watch Barrier. You're telling me. You're telling the story here. Uh, I am just like. Is that what they're doing? Is it?
2: Well, I've already pre-ordered your AEW Fight Forever. So,
3: well, oh, yeah. for the five? No, for the four. For the four. Yeah. good <laughs> For the switch. I, oh. Yeah. I. No, I'm good, man. Thank you. Could you give us a time cue, please?
2: Yep. So I am up to the 16-minute oh. mark, and the mousetrap board has just come out. Yep. Jeez. Did you get an ad?
3: Yes. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm, I'm catching up. Let's just keep going. So 16...
2: Yep, so they're in the ring now, yeah. chuck and punches,
4: Sixteen twenty-two. Thank you. Jesus, look, look at the face of Moxley's
2: whole elbow eyebrows just busted up.
3: Yeah, but all that blood on his back's cleared up too, hasn't it?
2: That's something we actually talked about on one of the shows where we talked about this match, and I said, yeah, it was weird that it just stops. Like, you can tell that the barbed wire is definitely <laughs> sharp. But, like, throughout the match, it just dries up and the blood
4: stops.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they had Vaseline or, or, on standby, so when they're focusing on the wrestler, there's someone there clearing the up the Vaseline. Something. Yeah, the referee could be the... doing
2: it. Yeah. Here we go. Watch this suplex.
3: He is wearing gloves, so.
4: Suplex on to the mouse traps. Jesus Christ. Haven't seen that before. <laughs> Beautiful. Watch the replay? Just full-on launches him. It's very nice to see Kenny Omega in pain. Alan. Yep. I will say one thing,
2: guys. When Alan was watching AEW, he definitely uh, (laughs) wasn't supportive of Omega and the Bucks dressing up as basketball players and Space Jam and stuff like that. For the uh, the ten man tag, I think against the Dark Order, uh, a couple of years ago. If you can see his face now, guys, he's just. What am
4: I doing here?
3: <laughs> I'm drinking and watching wrestling and watching a, a grown man.
4: The gold chains.
3: Some chains there. That's going to be that looks dangerous. Yeah, it's What's
4: gold he doing now. What's he doing? Twirling it up into a ball. Yeah. A pile of... It
3: kicks him
4: right in the bush. Here we... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm for it. Oh, backbreaker. Sarawak Slame. And I think, too, guys, like, I think in America, you guys can watch AEW on your TV.
2: We actually have to get fight. Why don't we have to pay for it down here? I think it's like four fifty an episode. Yep. Pay-per-views are like 40 bucks though. Yep.
4: Yep. Look at this. Oh! Jesus. Here's a question
2: for you. Go for it. Do you think Moxley will ever go back to WWE? No. You
3: reckon? I think he... I think he um Bent that bridge and that bridge would never be um rebuilt mm. maybe hall of fame in the future when you and i are a lot older but i don't um i don't think we'll see him in the ring
2: mm, well i agree yeah. i probably thought the, the the shield induction would make sense like Putting him it. in outside the company, he's not employed, but he wants to take the you know the award with Seth and and Roman. But hmm.
3: yeah, he burnt that bridge, and uh, there is no way they'll let him through the door. But my new said the same thing about Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But and, it's almost uh, like that old quote,
2: you know, you can never say never in pro wrestling.
4: Exactly.
3: Never say never.
2: Cause I've even heard talks that like triple H has even supposedly approached CM Punk. How crazy is that one?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: he's, he's leaving of, um, WWE was not on triple H's watch. Mm. It was on Vince's watch. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, Phil decides to return to, um, uh, the WWE.
4: Hmm. Do you ever think we'll get Omega there, Al?
3: Yeah, probably one day. One day we might, but it's only going to be for a short time. Hmm. The Bucks, probably. Well, probably. Well,
2: the, the Bucks and Omega have always been rumored when it comes to Royal Rumble season. Like, Whenever, whatever company they were in, ROH, New Japan, there was always rumours of it. Um, if I were to have Omega come in, I think Alan, you know this would be happen. He would have to be the one to beat Roman because, oh, yeah. because he's so good.
3: It'd just be a surprise. It'd be a shocker.
4: Yeah.
3: An unwelcome shocker, which sounds very sexual, saying that out loud and kind of want to move on from that conversation.
4: <laughs> what the hell's Moxley got here? What is that? The screwdriver.
3: That's an ice pick.
4: Good lord. Oh, back suplex on the chains. So he's got a neck breaker on the chains and two backbreakers on the chains. Yeah, all the blood's just kind of stopping. It's just all gone. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're
3: watching, a, like we're watching a video game.
4: Yeah, that's what I used to love about the UFC
2: games. Like you bust someone up in the first round, the blood's still there. Like round two, there's just another puddle
4: of blood. Round three, there's another puddle of blood. Screwdriver. You're going to chuck him over outside. They're going to hang him. Do it. Do it, you
3: pussy!
2: Oh, spikes him with a dragon suplex, man.
3: That is sweet to watch.
4: Well, Omega's pissed. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Omega. I think uh,
2: he—he's New Japan style. I think if, I just feel like if he was in WWE, it wouldn't. I—I I don't know. You don't know if that would push him as a mega guy. Like he does, he suit the mold of a WWE. You know, no. I don't think so. Oh, um, but I did say, I did love his Daniel Bryan matchup when he was champion when they had that when Bryan. What is it? Debuted after all out. Um, loved his matches with Hangman Page. I still think, and a lot of people voted too, is like one of the best matches of all time for AEW was the Hangman Page uh, Kenny against the Bucks for the tag belts. It was just a great, great tag team wrestling. So, yeah. He's the one hanging him now. Yeah, Moxley hang outside
4: and hanging him.
3: Moxley definitely helped out there with holding the chain.
4: Yeah, waiting for it to fall. <laughs> Just disconnect.
3: He's losing there, ref. Come on.
2: Jr is quite funny in this match. He just tells you exactly what's going on.
3: You were the best thing that wasn't re- that wasn't Jr. That was mm. the guy in the re- I actually heard the guy in the crowd say that. <laughs> that table's still there too. Here we go. This is what Cornet Cornette hates so much about Omega here. Mm. Fucking hell. The
2: Terminator, yeah. Yeah.
3: So what what is this shit?
2: Here we go. Up and over. Up and Oh Brutal man. Very
4: nice. Look that kind of eyebrow it is busted. Look at that eyebrow. Look at that. Airtime man launches. Yeah, There's it. a
3: major airtime right on that. Boom. Boom, shakalaka.
2: When I think of those like table spots, I can't I, I just I can't get it out of my head when Ray Phoenix broke his arm. Remember that from that choke slam where his arm bent like the other way? Like <laughs> I think I'm just like, oh I watched it live because I was um that was my yeah. day off from work and I thought, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll chuck in AEW dynamite and I'll watch it from home and I'm like holy shit <laughs> i'm like did his arm just break and then all over twitter there's like different angles of his hand coming down and i'm like
3: oh nah. yeah it's just um it definitely does show when those adverts used to come up for wwe back in the day you know i broke my you know broke my back you know broken mm. broke my foot my ankle you know just don't try this at home it's like
4: What's Kenny got here? I've got a bag. A
3: bag? A bag of what? Big bag of dicks.
4: <laughs> Just
2: tips all the dicks out. Oh no, get him out of
3: there. Jesus Christ. No, I would imagine seeing um the type of stuff you see in an effie match.
2: I was gonna say Joey Ryan, but we won't say his Jerry. name.
3: Joe Fuck Joey Ryan.
2: Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> you know what it, you- it is? You know what it is? What? it's a methamphetamine, it's a mice ah. <laughs> smash Jesse, it all over you <laughs>
3: Jesse, we need to we need to cook
2: oh, no, no, no
3: you, that's right, you, you don't really get that reference do you?
2: I never really watched it I know man, it, but never really watched it, man
3: before you leave this planet whenever that is, in a very long time um, that's one sh- series you should watch, mm. it's a fantastic show
2: What's it and, on down here?
3: I can't really think. I don't really know. I, I originally watched it its first run back in the in the days of where we had to um, torrents, so we had to download it uh, each episode every week. So,
2: so I've got it here. It's on uh, Stan, all uh, five seasons.
3: Yeah, it's a fantastic series. Hmm. That last season is just just gold in that last episode. If people are listening to this and you are, if you know your your lore of uh, Breaking Bad, that last episode is was worth the wait. Mr. White, we need to do some cooking. Kenny omegas use an ice in the ring? Look
2: That's at that best... glass. Even the referee got
4: his hand cut by glass. Hit him with a sky high, like D'Lo Brown style.
3: Paul Turner, put a glove on. For F's sake. <laughs> He's That's got on one you. On now. <laughs> That's on you, dummy.
4: Well, wasn't he wearing gloves at the start, though? He was. What did he take him off? Drags him through the glass, and now putting him
2: in a sharpshooter. And now he has to crawl through the glass to get to the ropes, which I think is confusing, because you wouldn't really have a rope break in a in an unsanctioned match.
3: Why is the referee there in the first place?
4: Look at that, crawling through it. That's some that's some sore shit right there, like having
2: to crawl through glass to get your way out of there. And
3: Yeah, fuck that noise. I just tap. I would absolutely puss out. I don't care. They'd be like, you You tapped out. you goddamn right I did. I was. I went through a river of glass.
2: We hear there's talks of another Saw movie coming out next year. What? Yeah, Why? Saw, Saw 10 with the original actor going to be in it too. Bringing him back.
3: Um, what's his name? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Which one are we talking about? The guy's the, the the one who chopped his own leg off to survive, and then we found out that he was the mastermind the whole time. Are we talking about the old dude? Um, the,
2: the, yeah, Jigsaw. Yeah. Toby, so, Toby Toby Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Yeah.
3: Okay. And okay, he's gonna snort that. here there, rebel, <laughs> yeah,
4: Mr. White. Syncing up, guys. I'm at twenty nine thirty three. Here we go. Jermit suplex on the glass. Fucking hell. I love a good V trigger.
3: It is. Uh, it's, is. it's just a high knee. It's just a triple H high knee sped up. Sped up. And that is there's like a shining wizard. Just think of um, the hurricane. Can you make a copy of these moves from Triple H and the Hurricane?
2: Shut the fuck up, you Uh, Yep. You're that guy sitting out front of the university with the prove me wrong sign, aren't you?
3: (laughs) You're goddamn right.
4: Yes, I thought it was an ice pick, but then no, they are saying it's a screwdriver.
3: It's a screwdriver. Not a a Doctor Who type of screwdriver.
2: Just put it into the earlobe like Jeff Hardy and just twist it and twist it.
3: (laughs) Yes, Randall Orton. And for those nerds out there who listen to this and also love Doctor Who as well too, it is a very exciting time that we just got a uh, regeneration of the Doctor but we also got a callback. That's right. David Tenner has returned as a doctor. It's good times all around for a couple of new episodes. And then we're going to fucking help. Uh, then we're going to get a new doctor.
2: Never watched it. Saw it was trending though the other day. Um, I don't really know much even about what the story is. Like even growing up, I never read it, never watched it. So
3: just a, Good looking, time lord going through time and space and catching up with um, a companion, and sometimes the companion gets left behind, and just a uh, story about space-time continuum.
2: Oh, it's the greatest team of all time.
3: It's the it's the fucks.
2: Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And uh, there's Logan Paul right there too.
2: What's the page shirt? I'm here. I'm here to do cowboy shit.
3: That's like Paul. That's not a uh, Logan uh, Paul. <laughs> he did a he did a better buckyuck shot than this motherfucker did? Yeah. Hey. In Saudi. Are you, are you, are you really going to just not deny that? He did a better fucking job than the cowboy.
2: No, he did a better one than CM Punk. Not Hangman.
3: Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the old the old uh, the old shithead known as uh, CM Punk couldn't do it just lace like his own bootstrap. What in the fuck is that? So
2: what? Omega was telling Paige and what, Max and Jeremy to go get it, and they've just brought over multiple tables with barbed wire <sighs> on top and he's
4: going for the one wicked angel of the ramp. It's no so much oh. fun being on,
3: uh, on your shoulders. I like, I, I, I'll never experience that ever again in my life having someone hold me up on their shoulders.
2: Just waving. (laughs) That's a great
3: feeling. I love doing it with my son, but that will never happen to me again.
2: Here we go. Suplex.
4: Holy shit. Right dead center, man. Fucking hell. (laughs) One of the
2: first times I saw one of those spots was the tangled web from CZW from a ladder inside out. And it was just so high, the ladder just
4: fell forever.
3: What's the purpose of doing this, though? Why do you do that, man? It's entertainment.
2: Well, that's the thing about some of those extreme stuff. I remember talking to our mate Orko, like, what's your profit, like, financially? Like, you're definitely not pulling in Roman Reign funds, but... You know you're going out there massacring your body. What are you taking home that night? Like you got to go home to your wife, your kids, and you, you know, daddy can't see tonight. He lost his eye.
4: Like how yeah. are you going to function?
3: Uh, the hair. It doesn't help if
4: you're long, long hair doing this either. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> like with Terry Funk? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. What's his name? The owner of this. Dog shit.
2: Um I was gonna say I'm gonna start, you tell me now.
3: I can't fucking remember. Uh what's his fucking name? Um
2: Tony Khan.
3: T- Tony Khan fuck face, yeah. Um <laughs> he's in the back here jerking off to this shit, isn't
2: he? What like, right, Bruce, right, Bruce right behind the, the side there.
3: He's in the corner of the of the heel ramp and just just cranking his yank like what Prichard was doing for Vince every time that Stephanie was walking out as a witch in our Halloween episode.
4: Now Moxley's attacking the security guards now. Now this is kind of like them trying to do the Shane Kurt Angle spot from King of the Ring 01. But even that, like that
2: was brutal. Thinking about that, like when we watched that live, that was an absolutely brutal spot.
3: Glass. That was the first time I think I really saw was something with glass. This mm. wasn't glass.
2: Here we go. Look at that nail. Come on, look at that, brother. Triple H ain't doing that shit.
3: Nah, it's a hurricane coming through.
2: Shut up. <laughs> dun and da, da, that, da, 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 dun.
3: <laughs> even when you're telling me to shut up, I know it's affecting you.
2: You know what? I wish I didn't find this in the Lost and Found because I knew you were going to pick it apart. And he's drinking too. That's the thing. Drinking and AEW yeah. and Alan don't go well. He's got What's something it? on his head. I
3: think it's that like was the, the,
2: they know the, the Young Bucks, bucks.
4: money. Yeah, the cash. Yeah. Young fuck money. Hey. Don't touch that, mate. Jeez. Well, they would have Crunch. showed it in, in the video package before it was... um. <laughs>
2: What he DDT'd, <laughs> what is it? Moxley through that table on that dynamite show where he just placed uh. him
4: up through that glass table.
3: Moxley, uh, sorry, uh, Omega nearly took himself out going through that structure right there.
2: Yeah, and it, it bounced off his head.
3: <laughs> Fucking goofy over there. Hey,
4: hey, hey.
3: Yeah, adrenaline throw. You tell him, JR. How deep is the flow? It's very heavy.
2: And I think, funny fact, when we actually talked about this match, when it actually. Did you said funny
3: fact or funny fat?
2: Funny fact. Yeah, it's me. There you go. Um, you actually said, we talked about this match and you said, oh, what did you think about the length? And I said, I thought it was too long. And Wait, you said, no, but you said in the episode, no, bro, that was awesome, man. So many spots.
3: I was jerking this. I was jerking off this company constantly back in the day, man. I'm not proud mm. of myself. But again, looking back at this now with wider eyes and um, vodka eyes too, yeah, it does go for too long. Mm. But the crowd is loving this, and Tony Khan, the little pervert that he is, he's up there in the curtain. Just whacking it hard to this match. <laughs> this is um, going a little bit high. Um,
2: Mr. Ka- Mr. Khan, that, that's Alan's views, not mine. Okay, yep. <laughs> that's,
3: for, that's for you, Mr. Khan. Either a dick.
2: <laughs> what was that picture you sent me the other day of this? Just <laughs> Tony Khan sitting next to CM Punk. Like, what is happening to my life that's, now? That's going to be, be actually,
3: you know what? I'm <laughs> going to find it. and I'm going to put that as my new background. On my Twitter. Uh,
2: um, because you can just tell he's thinking and uh like everything is just now stopping. Everything's fucking up now. It's uh nothing everything I can do. Awesome. Uh, the Moxley actually, has just cut off the entire apron.
3: Actually I don't really want to change it. I'm actually quite happy with the um Rick Rick Flair you and me is Harvey and Marv from um from,
4: uh, what's it called? Home Alone 2. Toys
3: 2. Home Alone 2. Thank you. I, I love that picture.
2: Hmm. That was actually meant to be one of our podcast episodes, but we never end up doing it, but we yeah, kept the poster. No, but
3: why, why are two Predators after Rick Flair, where he's the Predator all along?
2: Oh. Hello there. Now this looks like shades of our, uh, what was it? Um, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Gargano like, versus. Uh... I
3: don't like this stuff. I don't like this, <laughs> this stuff.
2: This is Jambler.
3: Why show the your padding? Mm. You're you showing behind the curtain. No need for this. It's like, oh, you mean the whole night that the boys were wrestling and the women were wrestling. They were a. Uh, they were do. They were wrestling
4: on padding. Jesus. Yeah, it,
3: it, it shows too much.
4: Yeah. It's, kind of, it's it's
2: very much blurring the lines between what's reality and what's fake, like what's scripted, well, look, and now we're like, oh, now we really do hate each other because we're really trying to inflict damage on each other.
3: Look, I know there's padding on the ring, but I don't need to see it in a match, you know? Hmm. I, I'm well aware of how the um, the sauce is made. You know, you never like, go to somebody and like in a pizza place and they're like, how do you make this fantastic sauce? or the Maccas source or the any type of place that has this unique source for their business. You never really ask, but here it's just like I don't I don't need to
4: Yeah, no, I see it.
3: Yeah, I don't really like seeing this way but it's way too behind the curtain for me.
4: Mm.
3: Can I have a time queue please?
2: Yep, we're actually very close to the end guys. I am at forty fifty. Thank you. We have about seven minutes left, guys. Yep. I'm excited, though, Al. You know, it's been a long time. We've talked about AEW, and we finally get to do it.
3: We're going for a banger of a match, we have, between mm. the Hurricane and um, uh, the and the, the Mountie. I must <laughs> tell, you, tell you what. I'll tell you what. You know, it's the greatest match of all time.
2: Oh, shit. Omega on top, going for a moonsault. What's he doing here? Is he?
4: There's
3: oh, no need shit. for this either.
4: Oh shit.
2: You fucking missed it, man. You... A Phoenix splash attempt and misses it.
3: Yep. This concerned um gentlemen in the uh in the crowd showing off their uh their caring signs to their um one. Two
2: the okay. fans kind of seem like they kind of seem tired now. Like, what well, did this show did,
3: go for? Like five hours or six hours? Didn't
2: it? Uh I, I'm happy to jump on fight after. I would say it was probably close to nearly five, if you include the buy-in and stuff from the start. Yeah. True. Jesus. Christ. Yep. Just spiked him.
3: Yep. All right, Grangel. Jesus.
4: Jesus, bite the mat. Yep. Fuck. It's over. Shit.
3: Kills him with that. Fucking well, again, you can understandable why he uh, kicked out. Uh, he did kick out of that
2: fuck. I thought there was um, I, I had, I got still got seven minutes on my recording. It must be the the actual end of the pay per view. Fucking, I thought there was more to that. Shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 yeah, he saying? Referee,
2: he wants, he's telling him what? bring the EMTs around?
4: We need to get him to a local medical facility. it's still full of piss and vinegar
3: no it's piss Piss. he needs to empty his bladder
2: look at that there's no no blood on Moxley it's gone
3: nothing yeah look
2: it's all gone
3: (laughs) he went through the web
2: yeah he went through the tangled web the glass a table spot
4: the broomstick and there's just no blood. It's gone. Wrestling. That's pretty funny. That's cool.
3: Can you re- explain what he was doing now? And then so he said, he said,
2: he said, so what do you give me? Four stars, five stars, four stars, five stars. Here's a thing. Fuck you. And just walks
3: away. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, that would be for Mr. Dave Meltzer. And, uh, Brian Alvarez, I would imagine, hmm. of their uh, most respective wrestling observers.
2: Well, do you want to stop it here?
3: Yeah, might as well. Here we go now. I'm stopping, guys, at the 4400 mark. And it just says full gear.
2: Well, guys, I enjoyed that. Want any uh, final comments out before we do another shout out to some podcast?
3: What's a fun show for you to recover? To, uh, sorry, for you to. Uh, watch and to have me watch it with you you must have a great time
2: (laughs) i tried to (laughs) i'm sure
3: you did i'm sure it was highly (laughs) entertaining for you and i hope everyone was highly entertained with both of us
2: and on that note guys we want to give a shout out to our final
1: two wrestling podcasts that we support go out and check them out here they are well, hello there. My name is Ryan and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at lucky13beardco.com or on Twitter at lucky13beardco. Here at the Front Face Lock podcast, we drink We watch old wrestling pay-per-views and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at frontfacelockpodcast and Twitter at frontfacelock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com.
5: This is Brian H. Waters here, one half of the wrestling realm. As we celebrate our 10th anniversary, we invite you to join in the celebration by subscribing to our YouTube channel. That's going to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm, realm spelt with a W. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestling Realm, like the fan page on Facebook at The Wrestling Realm, and last but certainly not least, find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcast, and Anchor at The Wrestling Realm. This is Brian H. Waters signing off, back to the Brocast Podcast.
2: Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analogue grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation, and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee developed coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative developers, and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com and use the promo code ROE247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com, and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end of our latest episode of The Broadcast Podcast.
3: Thank Christ, tell you what. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, my mic's still on. How you going?
2: If you want to check us out on our socials, you can do all one word, The Broadcast Podcast on Instagram, the, uh, the Broadcast on Twitter. If you have a commercial, an ad, or a video or audio promo that you like to have put onto our show, happy to always receive them at broadcast 2 at gmail.com hope you yes. guys enjoyed our two wonderful world we live in segments from earlier in the show and our watch along for kenny omega versus john moxley from auw full gear 2019 any closing comments al before we finish up
3: thank you everyone who took their time to actually download this episode and go, Oh, they're trying something new. And That's right, guys, we are trying something new, and it's a lot of fun, and I hope you guys still continue to come along with us on this journey. Shout out to you again, Tom, for organising this, and I, again, I hope you enjoyed watching uh, Mox and, uh, uh, sorry, it was the Mountie the V take on the Hurricane in this uh, Web of Destruction match. Um, I hope you enjoyed it.
2: And on that note, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all.
3: Good night. Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. Now we're going to go back and listen to a classic TBK moment. Look
0: at this boy. He is like a hometown hero, has returned. And he's a mega heel, though. Yeah. That that, that belt, I just do not like that belt. You don't like the ring belt?
2: No, the the whole spinner idea I don't like.
0: Yeah, okay. This is after, way after the live sex escapades. Where he and the, uh, yep. So he would have done it at the start of that yeah. year because he won the title. The New Year's resolution. Uh, it was yeah. the either the last show of the year of mm. 2005 or it was the first event of 20, 2006. What a great way to start the year! Yeah, the live sex show, watching a man and another and a woman in a bed with a belt. It also featured a nipple, accidentally. we have to do that one time. We'll have to do that companion. Just that bit. Just no, that no, matter. no, no. no! I want to do the whole raw. If you just do that one bit, it just looks creepy. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to the broadcast. It's just Alan by himself today. I'm going to do the actual... I'm in the least. car. I mean, I'm in the car with the foggers up. But it's at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm not allowed in my house. But anyway, here's a wrestling companion... To the actual live sex show on Raw. Now, listen, we're not going to be talking during it. We're not going to be
4: talking during it. We're just going to be listening to it too. You're just going to listen to me.